Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome, 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 welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. I hope you are doing awesome. Uh, I get the question all the time. People go, hey, do you like, do you record that like live every single time? I do. I do, just like the beginning and the end, I do it live every single time. You know, I had thought about doing it where I just kind of record it, copy and paste and put it in there, but like, no, it just didn't feel real. You know, it just felt a little too produced and I don't know, I kind of get, you know, I, I think if you know me, you know that dude is not produced. There's a lot of other people in my life who have been like, man, you need to get better and probably a little bit more produced. I think I really buck that system. I just, I don't know. There's something, it just feels a little more authentic. It feels a little more real. So there you go. You got the real. Uh, thanks so much for uh, being patient with me last week. I, uh, Man, it was a kind of an insane week. Our son... Cooper came back from school, which was so awesome. I was preparing for a message uh, to teach. I got to teach at our church last Sunday, and then we had a donor dinner um, last week. So it was just like, man, I could. I think I was out uh, most almost every night last week, which isn't normal for me. And I actually don't. I'm, we kind of have a. We just don't do that. I don't really do that. Uh, but it's kind of one of those weeks. So I appreciate your patience as we dig in and learn and grow. And to be honest, as I was processing through, okay, what to teach on, what to go through, you know, I, I have this thing where I I really don't like pick passages, um, to, to just do podcast. I don't have like a list of passages that I'm going to do podcasts on. I typically like throughout the week, I'm like either listening, uh, different things I'm listening to, or I'm in, in conversations with people or a passage pops up when I'm talking to somebody, I go, Oh gosh, I wonder if I've ever done uh, a podcast uh, on, uh, on that passage. And check this out, a passage that I have never done a podcast on in 313 episodes is Philippians 4.13. So it's like right next to John 3.16, Philippians uh, 4.13. So we'll do that. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you uh, so much uh, for being a part of this podcast, for listening to it, subscribing to it. And then many of you have given to the podcast, and I just want to say thanks. And you can go to the website, frontporchconfessional.com a little button that says partner and some of you've done that I just want to say a sincere I mean this sincerely thank you so much for doing that it does mean a lot to me and I'm very very grateful so so Philippians 4 13 I can do all things through him or through Christ who strengthens me uh, once again Philippians 4 13 I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So, uh, like I said, Coop came back from Joshua Institute. Cooper has been attending the Joshua or going to the Joshua Institute, which is essentially a gap year program. <laughs> it's kind of like Christian military. I always say it's like Christian military, but yeah, I mean, he has to go through some pretty intense things, but it's a nine month, uh, uh, nine month kind of, uh, gap year program where, but they really, uh, honestly, uh, I'm learning theology, old Testament, new Testament, but it's 50 people and they live in a community together in the Sequoia national forest. I know it sounds awful, doesn't it? 
But he, uh, as a part of it, they kind of make a commitment, a fast, and they fast TV and music and social media, and they really just kind of spend time with the Lord, spend time with one another. It's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, so we've been excited to have him back. We haven't seen him since September. So he comes back, and, you know, the family's getting back into their routine, which is like, you know, at night, usually just want to turn off and watch TV. Well... Coop can't do that. He can't, you know, as a part of his fast, like no TV. So he's got to like leave the room. We're like, nah, we'll just turn the TV off. It's fine. He's like, well, actually, they told me that I, I can watch one movie. And it was called Free the Free Burma Rangers. And so I'm watching this documentary with him and the family last night. And I'm just weeping through this whole thing. It's this guy who's a military guy, married a woman, moved to Burma, and, like, is, I mean, he's trained, like, 4,500 Burmian people uh, to, like, serve in the midst of the longest civil war that's kind of ever been going on. And uh, he's been doing it for 24 years. But there's these scenes in there where it's, like, no way, dude, don't don't do that. You're going to die. Your team's going to die. And his faith is just this really powerful thing. And on it, it choked. I, I, I wept uh, at certain points in the movie because I was inspired by his faith. I was like, man, I really want to believe and have that kind of faith that, you know, that I could step into war zones and go and save these kids in the midst of people shooting everywhere and believe in faith that the Lord is going to protect me. So it was a really, not just inspiring um, movie, but it really challenged me. And so as I was reading, uh, or as I was thinking about, uh, you know, what to teach on, I was thinking about that movie. And then I thought about Philippians 4.13. I'm like, I, I've, I've obviously done a podcast on that and I haven't. Uh, I actually did a, a, a podcast. On, I, I think it was one, episode 171. I actually did it on Philippians 4.14. Uh, mainly to kind of revolt against doing 413. But 414 is he says, I'm glad that you were with me, like in my heart, in my heart, in the hard times, like that you showed up. And I find that so profound because we do spend a lot of time focusing on 413. But here's the interesting thing with 413. And this is why, okay, this podcast exists. Uh, one, to help people kind of grow in their understanding of these verses, but also to drive every one of you into the context. What is going on here? Paul's in prison. Uh, he's in prison. This is his most joyful letter that he writes. Um, he, I forget how many times he says joy in, in it, but he's he's really struggling uh, yes, he's in prison and he's struggling through that, but he's also rejoicing in this church and rejoicing in the Lord. And he's kind of reflecting, this is later on in his ministry, he's kind of reflecting on his life and thinking through that. And um, and so he's coming to, to the towards the end uh, of the letter and he's in, in right before 413, he's, he's basically saying this, I've learned how to be content with a lot and I've learned how to be content with a little. I'm okay. Here's what he said. I'm okay. And uh, before he even gets to this, he comes to this place of circumstantial contentment. And that is the gem of this. The gem of this is, is yes, this passage is so good, looks great on a coffee mug. You know, you can put it on a, you know, a bookmark or whatever, and it just crushes. Everybody's like, yes. Except that, it, it, just, it just takes a small little circumstance, and I'm guilty of this, a small little circumstance, and all of a sudden, we're in a tailspin. We're losing our minds. 
And isn't it interesting, day in and day out, how quick? I mean, today was a weird day where I just, I was telling Patty, like, I just don't feel like myself. I just feel off and I'm frustrated by that. You know, and, and like how quickly that circumstance can get in a way of, of the strength that we can find in the Lord. What Paul is saying as he's sitting in prison, literally handcuffed, literally handcuffed, is like, I, I, I've been in seasons of my life where I've had like everything. And he recounts that in, uh, I believe it's in uh, chapter 3. Kind of recant, like, listen, I was a Jew of all Jews, but I count it all as loss to know Jesus. And he says, I want to know him in his suffering, and I want to know him in his resurrection. Like, I want to know all of Christ. So now he's starting to wrap up, coming to the end of the letter. He talks about don't being anxious. And then he comes here and he goes, I can, it's almost like you can hear him going, like, wait a second, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's the one who's been strengthening me this whole time. And it's like he, he's like pastoring these people, pastorally walking through this reflection, this understanding. I mean, he's thinking about shipwrecks and, and being beat within an inch of his life as he sits in prison. And he's like, I'm okay. And I'm content. I'm content in a lot. Content in a little. I'm content when I'm lin- winning. I'm content when I'm losing because I finally, I'm finally starting to understand where strength is found. It's not me. It's not my ability. It's not my 401k. It's not my friendship. It's not my wife. It's not my husband. It's not in the person I'm dating. It's not my job. It's not my position. It's not my title. You name it, just go down the line. Where, where? Do we find our contentment? Where do we find our strength? And what really sets this off, and this is what I think Paul just helps us understand, is you will know. You will know what you put your faith in. You will know. Because the moment that thing gets touched or taken away, you are going to lose your mind which is a bit of what I think I've been kind of wrestling through personally. You know, just struggling through, thinking through. You know, and, and I come here and I just try to confess and, and learn and grow. And, and this passage that has been just with me since I was a child, I memorized it very early on, probably right after John 3.16, is now starting, you know, as a 45-year-old man, really starting to set in and going, man, Jeff, You've been busting butt for a long time, but is it in your own strength? I was journaling this morning. I was uh, uh, reading about Joseph and about how the Lord was with him and how about how the Lord was having him succeed. And I just had this moment, this really beautiful moment of conviction. We're going, uh, I think I've done a lot on my own. And I, it was kind of like this kind of sad a little bit terrifying moment where I realized like, man, I, I think I've just done, been done a bunch on my own strength. Well, no wonder when positions gets taken away or now, you know, all of a sudden fundraising doesn't go the way I want it to go or I can't move things forward like I want to move them forward. No wonder, no wonder I get so freaked out. No wonder it spins me out because it's in my own strength. It's in my own power. 
And it's almost like you just go, Paul, going like, I'm not trying to be a superstar here. I just want Jesus. And I, fir- I, I figured out the contentment in life is finding strength in him, finding contentment in him, that when I'm weak, man, I can be strong. That even when I've got this thorn in my flesh, it is the thing that moves me to the arms of the Father, to his love and his care, that he sees me and he knows me and he's with me. And in that, I find strength. And I just know for so many of you listening that if we're not careful, this passage is an inch deep. It's, it's a pill to take when things get hard and just kind of power through it. That is not what Paul is saying. Please understand, this is not a, a passage to be quoted just when things are hard. I can power through. I can do it because the reality is for most of us, it's in our own strength and that's not what he's saying. He's not. In fact, if you come to that epiphany, like maybe I, like I have, like I was talking about, you repent, repent right now. Oh Lord, in my own strength. And I'm just telling you that's this morning and that's been today for me. Oh man, here we go. In my own strength, Jeff. Jeff, receive his grace and his mercy. Receive it. Receive his strength. Why are you trying to do it on your own? Have you not figured out? (laughs) You can't. You know, and it's just a journey that I'm on. You know, and he's patient with that. He's patient with that journey as we figure this out. But, you know, again, I think Paul's like 25 years or something into his missionary journeys. And he's finally, I mean, he even says, and I think in chapter three, not that, not that I've accomplished this, not that I've figured it all out, you know, <laughs> you know, but I press on, you know, and there's this beautiful understanding of being a believer of going like, I see where I'm trying to do it on my own, but I'm going to press on towards truth and what I believe in faith. And I think that's what was so inspiring about this documentary I watched was he just kept wrestling with his humanity and then moving forward in obedience in in Christ and that's that's it that's just it what if we kind of reclaim that and said no 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 I'm gonna not just use this verse as kind of a a Skittles version of satisfaction right you know just you eat Skittles and you're like man these are so good but they're gonna they're gonna kill you they're gonna make you sick you know no don't do that no don't do that don't have some candy version of the gospel really really find the nutrients and what the nutrients is in this passage is this you can't do it on your own and you can't do it on your own strength so what would it look like for you and i to continue to move forward as paul is doing with this reflection of like in the good in the bad i can find i find strength in christ and i move forward because when christ is in control of our circumstances we will have strength he is in control of our circumstances. And through that, we find strength. Christ is in control of our circumstances. Uh-oh. So in that, I can trust him and depend upon him. So the question is this. Are you putting yourself in control? And trusting yourself on your own, or operating on your own strength or in the strength of Christ? Oh, Father God, we are prone to do things on our own. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your patience. Thank you through the spirit of the living God revealing this truth to us. And thank you for revealing it to me. 
I repent of my dependence upon myself, and I look to you, O Jesus, to lead and to guide me through your Spirit. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.